Welcome to Small Eyes Big Dreams Season 3 Episode... I don't know. 8 or 7 or 6 or 9. 9. I think 9. I think it's 8. It's 9 too. Okay, okay. buddy. So, what's the question of the day? What's the question of the day, John? The question of the day is, who do you sometimes compare yourself to? Okay, so... If I start off, mine is very light. Okay, you know there's a musician called Boy with Uke, um, and he's also Korean. He's also Korean, so I and I like his music, so I see him. And I I don't think him and I are so apart in age. So I would just keep on you know watching his videos and trying to improvise what he does on YouTube, not like music style wise, but like you know advertising advertisement wise and like yeah. promoting wise. So I always compare myself with Boy with Uke. Yep. Interesting. 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 So for you, it's someone you you don't know. It's it's more a musician. I know he doesn't know me. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. Uh, but how about you? For me, I compare myself to you, actually, Johnny. Wow. Wow. What <laughs> joke? So. No, 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 because I, I only text, uh, I only text some people sometimes. So it's like, the people I usually text would be, um, would be like you, John. So, like, sometimes, like, before, like, I, I even know it, I'm like, oh, have you done this for college? Oh, have you done this for your academics? So it's like a kind of com- comparative process. And then, like, at the start, at the start of this summer, when you told me that you were gonna start doing like a schedule, like you yeah. planned out your days meticulously and then like you blocked out certain times for studying, like dang, that's so cool. So I tried that for a bit, like around two weeks. And then after two weeks, I was, I, I, I didn't really like it. And uh, I switched back just to my old format. But yeah, for me, I compared with Johnny and then um yeah compare with john usually no i see i see thank you thank you um you gotta say dang though oh no (laughs) i compare myself i don't Hmm. it's a tough question i don't i compare myself to myself (laughs) no no that's a that's a very cliche answer um huh. Huh. Hmm. What 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 series of pause and ums? Yeah, I don't really know. I don't Yeah, then you just don't compare. Then you just don't you just don't compare yourself with Then you just don't compare. Maybe I don't, yeah. Maybe I don't. I just I just don't think that much about other people. That's, that's what I do too. I, it's not me. Like I, I don't think about like those people. I just don't think at all. Yeah, the first place. they just don't come no, into my mind. I don't really think in first in first place. So that's why I really don't have a lot of people to compare myself yeah. with. But I do boy Uke because I love his music. His music for me. Awesome. For me, it's not so much like comparing, uh, like personality or like more intrinsic things it's more like comparing in terms of work because one bad habit that i developed like with the ib diploma 
like taking the IB diploma was I'd always compare myself with my peers. Right. It's not a healthy habit, I think, because it's like you're constantly like searching for a way to compare yourself. Oh, predicted grades. Oh, like how much work have you done? Blah, 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 blah. And like, it's something you need to fix now, I think, because it's like in your per in your professional life, like imagine you're working and then your co-workers and you are having a nice night out, a nice dinner. And then you spend the entire time comparing yourself to them. It's like, dang, this person's annoying. So <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's something actually the IB diploma will teach you with because mm. that's uh, very competitive. So you have to learn how to. You know. I think you compare yourself with your peers because that's the part, that's the characteristic that you want to be good at, like studying, going to a good college. Because for me, I don't really mind because I don't mind going to a good college or getting good grades. So if I lack, I don't care. If I exceed, I don't care. So, but in music wise, I want to do good. So, yeah, I think that I think that's the point. Like you compare yourself right in areas that you want to improve on. You want to yeah. be good at. Yes, areas that you care. Um, yeah. That's why uh I, I don't really compare myself, but then I just I just kind of get motivation kind of when I when I just hear about uh, random people who who did uh, you know kind of successful in life right like in youtube there's so many and i just try to learn their path how they went to that to that destination i, I try to learn what degree they had in their university or how what they did in mba like blah 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 and then i try to i kind of get you know inspired by that like oh maybe i could go with that route but then most of the time the thing i learn in common is like it's so random everyone's life is so random there like yes that's why i just kind of get motivated to a certain point but then after that it's like because i know it's my life is also going to be so random so there's no point yeah. of you know life is like a chocolate box you don't know what you can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, like that i yes, think yes, um yes. i also think life's so random but i mean this goes back to our conversation about role models it's like can can you really um can you really have the epitomizing role model like in your life that you look up to in every aspect because maybe the person just got lucky man maybe like they won the lottery they accidentally invested in a you know in in apple and then they got rich and then now they're making a youtube video on their path to success i mean are you really like how how are you gonna um how are you going to make that pertain to your life, right? I mean, not even in those cases, just, you know, even though you think that person succeeded most likely because of his effort, he would have had a lot of luck to succeed. Yeah. Like any area, if you want to succeed, you need some sort of luck. Yeah. Right, the, right. I, I, think that's, I don't think that's to say that effort's not... Um, effort is where you start. Like, if you don't have effort, you won't be able to sustain. <laughs> like, you won't be able to sustain. Even though you, like, get a big lottery. You win a big lottery, but, like, you're a bad guy in general. Then, like, I don't know, you're going to lose all the money. So if you want to sustain, and if somebody's sustaining the same level of, like, wealth, wealthiness, 
then I think he is giving somewhat of effort, at least, because that's the start. Like, in order to conceive luck, you need to be giving a lot of effort in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what people mis- misunderstand is, like, they think they're going to succeed if they work hard, while that's where you just start. Mm. I, I think I think we covered this as well in the past episode. It's like one of my ideas is working hard. Um, working hard won't make you successful. It'll only make you in a better place than where you were before. So um, I don't know. Like you could work hard for a test. I mean, we always use the example of tests. I'm I'm trying to think of a better example. Um, Maybe I'll come up with one once once I'm not a student. But um, you know, like you could work super hard for your like midterm exam, and then um, you could you could flunk it. But that doesn't mean that you you're not in a better place. You are in a better place. It's just maybe you got unlucky as well. Maybe that was your unlucky day too. I mean, there's so many factors to consider. I mean, test honestly is. Something that is kind of manage manageable compared to what you're gonna yeah. confront later on. Because like, if, if you work hard, you're not gonna get a fifty. If you if you really work hard, but in social life, you can get a negative. Okay, you work your ass off, and you can still lose money. It's not like you're gonna get money on you. So it's it's like the I think the degree is different. Like, cause yeah. in tests, students. It's some sort of you could have like bad luck, but you will still get like somewhat. But if you confront like this kind of situation in society, like like when you become an adult and all that, yes, then mm-hmm. you can really lose money. Then sometimes people just flop like that because like mm-hmm. you know it's too hard. That's that's also why I think school is so disconnected from real life in some sense. But what I like about school is that it's a safe environment to fail. That's in in my definition of school. School is a safe environment to fail. All right. Yeah, school is a safe environment to fail because it's like in in real life it's probably much more harsh. Um, let's say if if you're trying to decide whether or not to uh, whether or not to invest in something, I guess, and like. Cause, cause this was one of the key concepts I learned from just reading simple investment books. It was that, for example, um, let's say this stock has hypothetically a seventy percent chance of giving you yields, and a thirty percent chance of it failing. Okay, sure. But let's say you invest in that seventy percent. Let's say you you invest because it's the quote unquote more likely favorable choice. But what if the thirty percent wins out and you lose all your money? Does that mean you made a bad financial decision? I I I don't think you can categorize it as that. But like, if you're looking at someone else's story, if if you're looking at someone else's success story too, like on YouTube, or you're comparing yourself to them, like you're only ever gonna see the seventy percent. You're you're only ever gonna see the people who. Also, technically, got lucky. What about the other thirty percent who maybe did、um, did all the right things, but in the end they just got unlucky? Like, how 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 do we categorize that? I think that's why high school is. I think it's the best time to do anything, because 
you know, you almost have like no risk. It's so low. Like, let's say you want to be a YouTuber and you're in high school. You can just start YouTube and if it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. But if you're an adult, 25, 26, trying to do some YouTube, that's big risk. Because <laughs> yeah. like, bigger, bigger. Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, if you want to be a YouTuber, you got to do this and that all the time that you could spend doing something else and get money, you know. So, yeah, that's what I think. That's what I think. High school, high school is the best play to play around with. Yeah. Like your playground. Yes, it's like your playground. Mm. Yeah, well, what are your thoughts on that, Johnny? I mean, <laughs> we've read the same book, so. What books were you talking about? Oh, this, this, I mean, I've, I've only read a few financial books. This one's from Psychology of Money. Oh, I see. Yeah. I know, I don't, I don't remember. <laughs> to be honest. You don't. I, I don't remember honestly. It's just a few main uh, takeaways. Because right now Johnny and I have been reading, or I don't know Johnny. You'd ca- uh, categor- categorize it as more like I guess life, technically life, um, or philosophical books. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but um, yeah. So I was telling Steve. Uh, Johnny actually um, I was telling Steve about the recent book we both read right, right. Uh, yeah I want to talk about that a bit yeah yeah um yeah how could you, could you tell me what part you you were uh, emotional yeah, to? yeah so he said there was a guy who worked really hard went to Stanford and right. did all his courses like medical doctor courses and he was about to be a doctor or a professor and he was at age of 30 30s and never did a single smoke and got a four degree lung cancer right which means you're most likely gonna die soon so yeah and when i heard about that story what i thought of is steve jobs (laughs) <laughs> of course, of course. Because he talks about this at his Stanford speech. How, really? yeah, how life is so short and you don't know when it's going to end. So he goes up to his own mirror and asks himself, would you live like this if this is the last day of your life? And if there's like consecutive no's for like three days or four days, he knew that he needed some change. So he was living his life every day like his last day. So he was enjoying what he was doing. And that's why his life is so great. And of course, results were uh, results were great too, luckily. Um, and so I've been doing that for quite a while because I'm doing music and I love doing music. And I think I will still do music even though I die tomorrow. So I, when I heard about that book, I'm like, I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing the right thing, baby. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly, yeah, Ding when when after or in the midst of reading that book, he he asked, yeah, he 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 gave a text to me about, do we really live life as you know as as if it's the last day, or should we really live like that? It's like contrary, it's like uh, contrary to your to what you just said, and mm-hmm. yeah, if if Ding could you know add on to what why you said that and stuff after reading oh, the book, yeah, because um. I think his name was Paul 
Alanithi, yeah, Alanithi. Yeah, yeah. So Paul basically was saying that because he was a neurosurgeon, right. but he also Paul also wanted to be a writer. He was um, yeah. he he finished with a degree in philosophy, um, and 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 literature, I think. And um, so so when the doctor told him about his diagnosis and like they weren't clear on his prognosis. Like how long he could live, like all of his identities were sh- uh, shifting around in his mind. He was like, "Oh well, if I had a few years, I'd go back to neurosurgery. Right. If I had a day or two to live, I'd spend time with my family. Uh, I'd be a husband. If I had a few months, no, if if I had like maybe a few months to live, maybe I'd start being a writer again. So all of these." Thoughts were rolling in his head, and I was like, I was thinking, like, if we really have one day to spend, if if we have, if if we know it's our last day on Earth, what would we be doing? Would Johnny and I be working our butts off in IB studying, like researching tons of college and university, or would we spend that time with our friends and family, or doing something like this podcast? Because it's like. Right now, our goals are under the presupposition that we're going to be in twenty years. We're going to still be alive. What if we knew in twenty years we weren't going to be alive? What 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 would we be doing right now? Right? It's it 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 goes under. This. That's why I texted Johnny. I was like, "Are we really living day by day? Are we living forthrightly?" And like, so that's the dilemma. Yeah. To, to, so right. to live as a on Earth, it's too risky. And what if you do 50-50? You use 50 of your time expecting that you're going to die in five days and use 50 of your time expecting that you're going to live in 50 years. It's actually very smart. I actually never thought... Right? Like, you can go portions. Yeah. Right. Like, Just, yeah. like if you, you, like, don't study at all because, like, this is the last day, that don't work. So you use 50 of your time and doing that. And other 50, you live like it's your last day. So even though you die the next day, you're like, I at least spent my 50. Right, right. That would, yeah. that would motivate you to do many stuff. That's a good approach. I actually right. think that's a good approach, yeah. yeah I think yeah. we un- do that sometimes. But sometimes, honestly, for me, it becomes 80-20 or even 90-10. And mm. I have to stop myself, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that, yeah, that is a very good uh, advice, I would say. Because, <laughs> yeah, it, it motivates you to, to... Even though you're resting, right? Even though you're just resting because you're tired with your work. Like it motivates you to do something else, something more meaningful than just going through Instagram or YouTube. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that that's a really nice. Uh, I don't know. Say. You guys, you guys, you guys seem so surprised because. <laughs> no, <laughs> and no. You guys, look at this dummy, dumb Steve saying something. Wow! Um, right, right. <laughs> you know, I don't think that much when I do something. I just do it. Well, that's why I said every person needs a friend like Steve because sometimes you think too much about life. You yeah. Need people who, so I just go simple. You need people who just live in the moment, like straight mm. up. Yeah. Um, actually, a while ago I was super burnt out from studying and researching college, and you know that feeling when you just want to keep working or you you don't want to you don't want to take a break because um, you feel like you're being b- behind. Maybe that's just my own 
symptoms. But I, I often um, I often face myself uh, find myself in those types of situations, and the hardest thing for me to do is to take act an actual break. Like maybe I I will close my laptop and scroll Instagram as you said, Johnny. I don't consider that an actual break. So what I did was I started brewing tea, and I called up Steve on Discord, and I was like, "You want to go for a walk?" And then the second half of my day basically was just spent with Steve, and then I also ate dinner here. I did my work here because that, for me, helped me like focus more and also de-stress more. And now we're doing the podcast here, so I think that. Every person needs people in their life to help them de-stress and to help them reach that fifty-fifty. Because、mm. I mean, once one point of my life I was like hundred zero. I, I I was always working, like not joking. I'm not even exaggerating. I worked like twelve to thirteen hours a day, and I was so so stressed. But I just did it. I minimized my breaks. I didn't take any breaks really, except for lunch and dinner. I didn't even eat breakfast because I want to study instead of eating breakfast. So at that time, I did that for like two months straight, and I and then I took a long break for seven months because at that mental breakdown after two months, just question the universe. You're like, why am I here though? What am I doing? And then so I think it's just yeah, like how Ding does like. You gotta balance it out so you don't flop for seven months. That's worse. Like you're behind, even though you're stressed. Like what? What is that? Because like during that seven months, it's not like you're so happy because you're taking a break. It's it's just like your mind has to take a break, and then you're just so stressed. Because、yeah. at the time you're taking a break, you're still stressed because they're going ahead of you. Yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, ah, yeah. ah, and then and then you're like ah ah, and so what I did was I just gave up. I was like, you know what? Never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna do something else. Yeah. Yeah, but Steve's Steve's story is actually really cool because right now, like, I think when he first came into Brent, he just wanted to do nothing with work. And why, why, why I found it so, sort of inspirational now is he spends. Maybe you don't categorize it as work, Steve, but it's still doing something and it's still trying to reach your goals. Like right now, Steve has a goal of reaching a thousand listeners or subscribers. Subscribers, listeners, followers. Yeah, the goal of reaching a thousand listeners or subscribers in the YouTube channel or on his SoundCloud, and he's working. He's working a lot and releasing a lot of new tracks as well. And actually. Johnny and I have given input on that. Some of Steve's tracks are, you know, we 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 didn't like as much. But recently, the the the、um, the recent two two releases were really nice. So yeah, yeah. if if you want, you know, the second it, one I didn't release it yet. Oh yeah, the the second one I released yet, but by the time this podcast is, would be will, would will be. be aired, be. it's probably. Did、yeah. you guys know? Our podcast like posts like a month or two. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. know. I don't know, dude. But like, if I categorize as work though, because I actually was in, I was actually curious how much I do music a day. I wake up at like eleven thirty, and I like, you know, go through my phone to listen to music that I made yesterday. Because you know, it sounds different. 
like the when when you're making and listening to later on, it sounds different. So I just do that for like an hour, go through my Instagram, see the DMs. I don't know that I sent to some people. <laughs> and just Gmail and then and then and then like twelve thirty. That's when I start doing some music, and then I do till like six, p.m. and take a break. Yeah, six p.m. and I take a break. Yeah, I just keep doing it, and then and then like six p.m. I take a break for like I don't know hour, and then till and since seven, till like sometimes eleven thirty, sometimes twelve. That's what I would do. So I actually do. If if I categorize this as work, I do work a lot, but like I don't think it's a work because yeah, it's, it's what I do. Yeah, because I'm having fun. So it's like a. We've we've probably spent like a, over a hundred hours on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Probably more, like two hundred hours. It's not work. It's just something we like yeah. to do. So, you know, it depends how you categorize. So that's why I think you got to do something that you like, because the <laughs> of no diligence. You know, I, I if, if if I go study, like I, I probably go sleep after like twenty minutes. But if you if you do what you like, what people people would say, you're doing so hard. You're like. How are you grinding all the time? While you're just playing, you're just you're just doing what you want to do, right, you know. Right, right. Well, like you're getting, you know, two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah. Also, it's, as as listeners, as uh, you know, exclusive listeners uh, of Steve's music, it's fun to also listen and then see like the progress of of how thing how things change actually. Yeah. Of, it's of because you guys are the first one. Yeah. You guys are the first ones right, who right. listen to this one out. And also, yeah. earlier today, I uh, was scrolling through Instagram. I saw like a post of someone. I forgot. It was maybe a uh, Picasso. Not sure. And um, he had a quote of like, I can't, I can't recall it, but it's something like, there's, there's always inspiration, but then you have to go find it. And then the first yeah. person I thought of was uh, was Steve. <laughs> right because we talked about inspirations before and we asked Steve, Steve before if how he gets inspired but then you said you just fall around and sometimes it just comes to your mind but then it kind of contradicts that right it's Picasso or somebody says you know you have to find it for yourself so yeah, yeah that's the first thing that came into my mind and it was like maybe Steve should start you know <laughs> and then yeah like you know that is finding in some way it's <laughs> like if if the thing is this if you get if you're stuck into something you rely on something so much like let's say because especially music the concept is so vague you don't know when you're working and when you're not like if you're listening to a new music are you working because like if you if you produce your song at some point you got to stop right. because once you get used to the music that's even something really bad sounds really great. So you take like, you know, forced five minute break, listening to something else. Is that work? Like you have to listen to something even though you don't want to. Is that work? I don't know. And like you come back and then you try to do something and it doesn't work. Then like you just stay and you, you just do this. You're just like, you're waiting, you're waiting. You're just thinking, is this work? We're just having bad thoughts. I don't know. They might be finding, you know? They might be my way of finding. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just even, like, trying to think is kind of work. You know, sometimes Mm. I... 
sometimes I uh, just take a break and shower because you know you know the shower thoughts, right? <laughs> it's just you just um, you know doing your stuff, and I think about my projects, and then later on I think the different ways I can do it and good ideas I have in mind. Yeah, so still thinking. So even though I'm kind of you know resting, showering, I'm still working. Yeah, as you said. Yeah. Like, I don't think. For me, honestly, for people who just don't like study and like do something else like this or like do art, um, you are always seeking for inspiration, like all the time, even though you don't try. Yeah. Like right, right. so, what Picasso is saying, is I think that's just like. It, it's a phrase that people look up to because it's P Picasso. <laughs> it's it's like something obvious. Like you always find for inspirations. You know, yeah. but because like, if you if you put Picasso in this context, you can find everything as inspiration. This podcast, flying right, birds, right, right, right. a ceiling, floor. Yeah. Why is this floor so rock? I don't know. I don't know, man. This this chair, green. Like, what is this? Harmonized? Like, I don't know. Yeah. But at some point, it's just too much. That's why you wait for it because you feel it when you actually have one. It's it's just more natural, I right, guess, and right. yeah, I think. So, the conclusion is Picasso was a dummy dumb. Oh my! Can't say that. Can't say that. But it's... you know, Picasso is a great, great painter. Yeah. But you know, he's a real dummy dumb, actually, because oh. because. <laughs> dummy dumb. Yeah. Because if you see his arts, you know. It's it's great. Um, he made a new style, but sometimes I don't think he can even explain his own art. Yeah, you know that's, that, that, you that's know? the thing. So so like, that's that's the point of because sometimes the audience explains it for you. Right. No, but look, right? Like this goes back to our question a while ago as well. Is Picasso like? Do you take advice and inspiration from him because he worked his butt off? and he was a very talented artist or is some of that also luck like was he blessed with amazing mm. talent is our perception of said talent luck like is... this way and then we he got lucky because we liked it like look yeah. i mean yeah. something as subjective as art maybe that's a better way to compare it with life he definitely was lucky because yeah. you know van gogh he right now people say he's one of the best painters yeah. But when he was alive, when he was actually alive and drawing stuff, nobody cared. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. So, so there is a component of luck there. So, yeah. well, you know what? We should just do a whole episode on luck. I feel mm -hmm. like we should just hold the episode on luck. It, because I feel like it's a perennial topic we always go back to in every single podcast. It's always, oh, you know these working hard and all these factors considered oh yeah but there's luck it's yeah. like dang man that's yeah. um and sometimes that's what makes you depressed because even i do this all all hard work if i'm not lucky i don't make it no even no. though i don't work if i'm lucky i might i might make it you know but i think that's why that's also reason why you got to do something that you like oh because like you know Never if know. you do something if you do something that you like, it doesn't matter if you're lucky or not. You're doing what you want to do. Honestly, though, but it's 
I, I actually don't agree. I feel oh. like, um, I feel like, uh, even, even if like it's meaningless or like, you know, like you're working so hard, but you're not lucky. It's okay. Like, um, cause from, from a pure existential perspective and from my own Christian perspective as well, um, I recommend anyone who's interested in like learning more about meaninglessness to read Ecclesiastes because Ecclesiastes is part of the wisdom. It's part of the wisdom chronicles or books. There are three wisdom books. So it's um, Proverbs, Ecclesiastes, and another one. Yeah, another one. <laughs> but I, I, I don't sound credible anymore. <laughs> But Ecclesiastes is basically, it's basically like a cynical critic about the world. Uh, a big theme of Ecclesiastes is that it's meaningless. So he talked about, um, Ecclesiastes talked mainly about a teacher. This teacher was, he, he wasn't named, but the teacher talked a lot about, like, for example, if you lived a, lo a, a life filled with chasing pleasure, like at the end of the day, it's all meaninglessness because like you eventually you're gonna die. No one's gonna remember you. Every earthly thing you did was for nothing. And that's also the same with work. Like you're you're gonna work your butt off, but he, he said that in a few years no one will remember you, so what's the point? And it like it lays out the foundation for a lot of even existential thinking in my um, point of view because it's like he presents the life as meaninglessness but Ecclesiastes also talks about how we can find meaning in God and how we can you know how how we can face that meaninglessness he said we can keep faith despite the meaninglessness and then I know that John is very interested in existential um, perspective so a big existential perspective and by the way existentialism's not strictly religious it's more branch but their perspective is also like that they say life is meaningless so the most we can do is make our own meaning, make our own meaning. yeah <laughs> if you think about the story of sisyphus or whatever right john <laughs> so yeah so I, I I disagree. I think even if something's meaningless, one must imagine Sisyphus. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You want to explain that quote? <laughs> no, no, we already no. we already talked like, about it. You hope and you do imagine and you go for your success, and you think that that's gonna happen, so you can actually work hard, right? Um, no? it's more like even. Even if the outcome's not good, mm. you just continue. You make meaning out of it because mm. in the end, no one really knows. We're all loading around space. That's essential. Right. Um, right. So that's that's my point. That's why I say we gotta do something that we like. Because if you do something you like, you don't know. You might succeed. You might not. If you do something you don't like, you might succeed. You might fail. No, but no. the thing with existentialism, this belief thought is that. Even if you're doing something you dislike, even if you're suffering, you still have to find meaning out of it. Yeah. Oh. That's what's making it right, right. Yeah. 
Um, that was a real quick clip. Okay. Yeah, it was real quick. <laughs> oh, what you call that? Um, no, Ding also sent me. He he he. We have a we have a folder in Instagram, right? Um, about called philosophy or something or, or something. Yes. I forgot. And then he added a post, and then it was like success, five percent brain, and then ninety-five percent consistency, and that also. I, I just thought of that right now as you guys talked about it because you know you just keep doing it even though you think even though at the time it just it might fail you just keep doing it that's what makes you successful i guess just keep con keep the consistency and yeah maybe that's the way and you know who failed that and you know who failed that steve jobs no <laughs> steve <Okay>. jobs <laughs> no no i was trying to say bang dog <laughs> consistency <laughs> Yes, he definitely failed because no one was um looking for his art, so he, he actually really gave not not in the paintings, but he gave up on his life. Oh, you know, yeah, we he, were trying he, to watch the movie. Off, killed himself eventually. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he he wasn't consistent and he didn't have enough faith in himself. You know, mm. sometimes sometimes you just gotta have faith in yourself, but Maybe. he didn't have one. So you know, if Picasso did that work till like 70s and 80s he probably would have been successful when he was alive yeah when he was alive but yeah because people eventually will recognize yeah and and i think it has a luck component too if you're consistent right. something will work out mm -hmm. right something in the universe will work out maybe maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm a star painter but maybe you'll, you'll mm -mm -mm. meet the love of your life yeah, yeah. who knows <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I think I think that was a pretty good, not bad talk today. What? What? I, I mean, I I thought just who knows is such a good phrase, you know? Because yeah. you can say who knows in every time, like, hey, <laughs> like like if asks, you didn't study, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> look out, like who knows? <laughs> who knows? <laughs> who knows if I'm gonna good? I mean, it's who knows? It's it's kind of like Johnny's um. Let's go see. Let's see. <laughs> Actually, it is a pretty I might good be quote. Huh? <laughs> it is a pretty good quote. Right? Actually, it. I'm a stalker for Let's see. I'm not a stalker, but actually, actually, he's right. Let's see is a good phrase. It's Let's optimistic. See. It's the optimistic phrase. <laughs> I was scrolling through my follow list on Spotify, right? Right. And I clicked and, and I clicked on Daniela's profile, and one of her playlists is Let's See. <laughs> really? It's, it, it's titled Let's See. Hundred, you know what? Hundred percent is. Because when I'm with Johnny, he says like Let's See like yeah. seven he's times like, every look, minute. Look, it, he's like, Let's See. Look, it might just be a coincidence, but it's it's it's, it's so funny that the people close to you, Johnny, like like your close friends and 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 even your girlfriend, like. They, they 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 emphasize the phrase let's see so 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 you should actually ask her if let's see yeah, like yeah, yeah. She, she talked about johnny's phrase with me like you know to shut the fuck up thing because he said like fuck up. like and I, and I was like johnny said something and i was like shut the fuck up and then and daniela was like oh so johnny got it from you and i was like no i got it from I, johnny yeah i, I got, got it from johnny. johnny actually it's um I, I get a lot of stuff from Johnny. No way. Yeah. I, I think I, 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 I got reasonably. Yeah. A lot of stuff from Johnny too. Like, uh, 
sometimes not always good stuff. Like you, you, you can see how my texting, texting patterns have changed like over time. It's usually, usually not good stuff. Yeah. But you know what we should do actually. What? Speaking topic of Spotify. Let's make a Spotify playlist with the three of us because I already have one with Johnny. Okay. So I mean, but I think um Johnny's biggest strength is he's so he's so firm. Okay, let's you know let, let's name the Spotify playlist firm. Cause cause you know <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about you but he's so innerly firm. Like I don't think because it's it's maybe because Johnny's sometimes too shy to express his emotions. I don't know because yeah. he's a baby, right? I don't know, but like, oh, even though he's mad, sad, I don't know, but he looks like at least it looks like he's very firm innerly, inside, very strong. That's what I think. It just feels like so. Yeah. So that's why I feel comfortable when I talk with Johnny. And I think just for me though, I'm not sure about everybody else, but. Compared with all the people I know, the firmest, like the ones who have the firmest inner self, is my grandpa and Johnny. Johnny, <laughs> like unbreakable. Un- like, like yes, yes, that's what I. Just like, you know, he deals like. I mean, you're right in front of me, but like, like you deal everything like it's like just nothing. Yeah. You're like. Let's see. If, if something bad happens, he's like, right, let's see. Right, right, right. And she's like, let's see. Yeah, that's what I, I mean. That's so, what I've always admired about Johnny. So it's, it's also like pneumothorax, for example. Like, I don't know. I, I, I thought it was so like powerful. Like just Johnny being able to like just work hard to become rehabilitated and like go to prom be present in you know like hanging out with us even um and then work work all summer to like get you missed the best part because one time nurse came in and she was was like ah it hurts a little and nurse is like how much how much out of 10 1 to 10 scaling 1 to 10 and he was so cool he was like eight and like like if you're eight you should be like freaking out and you're like eight (laughs) then i don't know and then and then he was like you know, it hurts. I, I just want to walk around a little bit, and and he turns on a song, and he just starts vibing. He's like, and, and, and I'm like, and I'm like, damn. Okay. So okay. Funny. Yeah, you missed the best part. That's yeah. that's like, <laughs> and I'm like, hey, look at this strong ass boy. This yeah, this guy's this guy's like strong. Very, yeah, very proud. Because like, I if I think of my future, I might flop. I might go like, oh. But I don't think Johnny ever gonna go like, oh, he's gonna you know, keep right? going. He's gonna keep going. That's that's you know, Johnny. That's why I compare myself to you sometimes because I wanna, because I feel like we have a lot of the same similar goals. We have a lot of the same values. But the number one trait I look up to you in is like how you deal with like life situations, and always. So because. Probably like more unfortunate stuff has happened to you than me. Like I mean, obviously that's that's a broad statement, but I think I know you reasonably well for being your friend for a lot of years. So I think I can say that. Um, and like your your situations, like I don't know, I, I don't know how you dealt with it inside, but from our conversations, it always felt like yes, you gave yourself the time to like 
acclimate and like you know deal with the situations emotionally but in the end you still put your best foot forward and like still tried your best and kept going and that and that's that 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 inspires me i think it inspires steve too yeah 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 Let's stop this Johnny Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And then, okay. So that was a good talk. Yeah, we're not gonna have a Steve compliment talk next. No, no, no. We don't need that. Good compliment you though. I, I, said a while ago that everyone needs a friend like Steve. That's that's one of the best compliments. Okay, thank you. I mean, like, no, but. If if somebody compliments me, I don't know how to act really. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know what, you know what I'm that's, saying? That's really let's let us let us just end off with this. I I guess because me, when someone complimented me before, mm. my immediate response was, oh no, I mean it's 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 not really like that, you know? It's uh, yeah, no, it's it's like I I'm not actually like this, you know. Um, or, or, or like I'm trying to deny it, you know. Like listing reasons. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not actually. And then I, I smell. You know? <laughs> and then, and then, and then, like I think, I think the best way on say thank you. Yeah. Like, like I'm. And I'm, think I'm, about it. Who does that? Johnny, we. You said like thank you, thank you, Johnny. Say thank you. All right, all right, all right, all right. Good yeah. episode, guys. Good episode, guys. Mm. Yeah. So, right. it was a great episode, and I hope to see you guys next time. Yeah, I hope to see you guys next time. Um, hopefully, uh, our SCBD grows from uh, average of zero viewers to average. It's not zero. It's it's like I don't know. It's like twenty. All of that's from Cairo and Josh. Come <laughs> on. Right. But but you know, guys. Uh, one thing I'll, I'll I'll leave it is with is that the three of us signed a contract for the, the 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 first time we ever decided to do this podcast that provided provided that we're still able to do the podcast we're going to stay in the podcast yeah we signed that po- we signed that contract you remember that though yeah do you johnny uh i kinda oh uh, i do too you do too yeah yeah so 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 we signed the contract like um even if we had like zero zero views we'd we'd still continue the podcast and like I, I always thought of it as a joke, but like more just 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 doing the podcast more you realize that you know what? It's fine if we have zero views. I it's for us. It's for us. For us. Yeah. It's not. So Yeah. yeah. Well that, that contract picks, I guess. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Steve, no. no Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um yes. Alright. Alright. All right. See you in the next episodes. Thank you for watching. Yeah, bye-bye.